Welcome to Talk Healthy to Me. I'm your host, Brindley Joyner, and on this podcast, we chat about living healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. From fitness to relationships to business, we really cover it all. Let's get into it. Good morning, friends, and happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Healthy to Me. I guess if you're listening to this on another day of the week, happy whatever day it is. I am your host, Brinley Joyner, and I'm really excited to dive into an episode all on traveling today. This was a requested one since I am traveling to Europe soon. And just a little backstory, I'm actually leaving for Europe in two hours right now, so this is a pre-recorded episode. But when this comes out, I will already be in Europe, so I'm excited to you know, have more episodes in the future of once I'm actually there, kind of telling you guys what it was like and everything. But I'll be going to Mallorca and I'll be going to Nice, France. And this episode is going to be really refreshing for me too, because I get to reiterate and remind myself of some healthy tips that I also want to follow. So by no means am I saying I'm doing these perfectly, but it's a reminder for myself and a reminder for you guys. And yeah, just how to stay feeling your best during traveling and take intentional steps to really just feel your best self, whether that's mentally, physically, what Whatever it is while you're traveling. I think this topic is important because I know for myself in former versions of myself and I know for other people that I've talked to or heard of, when you travel, sometimes you have this mindset and some of us, it was instilled in us from a long, long time ago, but you have a mindset of just go all out on vacation, forget all of your routines, go hard, eat all the things that you don't normally eat, drink all the drinks you don't normally drink, like this all or nothing kind of mentality. And I think that That definitely was a part of my traveling in the past, but I think now I've realized that you want to feel your best when you're traveling. You don't want to wake up every morning feeling like groggy and brain fog and bloated, lethargic, whatever the things are, because you kind of went all out the night before or the day before. And I know that I have the best memories and the best experiences when I truly feel my best. So that's why I think it's important to bring some of your routine with you when you travel. And obviously you want to enjoy the moment and be present wherever you are. And so being in new countries and wherever you go does bring a little bit of unfamiliarity and things that are going to stray you away from your routine, which is good. And I think that's a positive thing. But I think there can be a balance. I don't think it has to be an all or nothing mentality when traveling. And I think you can do things from your normal routine back at home that make you feel good while also trying out a new little lifestyle or kind of straying away from parts of your routine as well. So that's what inspired me to get into this episode. And I know a lot of you were asking as well. So let's get into it. I have five tips that I've written out. So the first one is to do your research before on the place you're traveling to. This one is so, so, so important because you can build up all this excitement for a trip and anticipation, right? And then you get there and you're like, uh, what do I do now? (laughs) And if you didn't research anything and know places that you want to go and restaurants and activities and all these things, then it can put a lot of stress on you right when you get there to scramble and figure it out. Or you end up being there for a week and realize, oh, I didn't really do much of what I thought I was going to do because you didn't research and you didn't plan. So I think the best thing to do is to set intentions for what you want this trip to be like, because you can go to any country in the world, any city in the world, and you can decide what type of trip it's going to be. Is it going to be a just full on relaxing, you need a full week to lay and rest and be at a pretty beach? 
Or is it going to be an adventurous going through the jungle, trying out maybe different activities like snorkeling, surfing, whatever? Is it going to be a mix of both of those? Is it going to be a wellness retreat where you really want to try out different classes and healthy cafes and stuff like that? So really get right in your head what you want this trip to be for you and then start researching ahead of time to find things that you can do once you get there. So for me, I usually start on YouTube. I love to type in the place that I'm going on the YouTube search bar and just watch vlog after vlog for like months before because I find that when you just type it in on Google and say like, what's a good restaurant in Barcelona? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes up, but on YouTube, you're able to have a real person talking to you about the experience and they might say things that Google would never tell you. Like they might say, oh, this restaurant was good, but get here 50 minutes early because you can't make reservations and there's always a long wait. Or, you know, they might tell you like, oh, this was a really fun place to go, but parking is really hard. So try to get there an hour early in the morning, that type of thing. One thing I know in Hawaii that I saw on a vlog, we tried to go snorkeling at this bay and someone on a vlog said, like, make sure you get there super early in the morning because the tide switches at this time of the year. And once the tide switches, there's no visibility. So that was a huge one that I just found from a YouTube vlog that nowhere else was telling me. So definitely recommend being intentional about the things you want to do and just researching, finding YouTube vlogs of people talking and giving their experience and all of that and build out a little itinerary for yourself. It might sound very type A or crazy to do that, but on this upcoming trip, we literally have a Canva document. It's all color coded and it's an itinerary of what we're doing. And obviously once you get there, things are going to come up and maybe your mind changes and you can stray away from that. But it's so nice to have a little plan to resort back to once you get there and you're like, wait, what am I doing today? Oh, this. That's also a huge one for me because I am sensitive to the foods that I put in my body. I have a lot of preferences and I am kind of picky when it comes to that. I just want the best ingredients and the most wholesome foods going into me because I know that's when I feel my best. And if I don't eat that way, then I honestly feel like crap. So I take the initiative before to find restaurants and research, okay, what is a restaurant that everyone will enjoy on this, but I can also find something that works for me on the menu. So if you are picky in any way, instead of just getting upset when you go to a restaurant and there's not any good options for you, take the initiative to find it yourself and present that option to the group. I am always doing that. And it makes it honestly easier for everyone else if you just like, hey, I have a good place. Let's go here. Okay, the next one. And I think this might be the most important of them all is to hydrate. I don't know why and I don't know what it is, but when you're traveling, I feel like we all forget to hydrate our body. We're always walking somewhere, trying new things, staying up later, exerting energy more because we're walking around the town a lot or swimming, snorkeling, whatever. There's just so much activity going on because you're trying to pack so much into each day. And so you need to be tripling your hydration than what you would normally do at home. And often I do the opposite. I bring my hydration down because sometimes it's like, oh, I don't have my reusable water bottle here because I forgot to bring it when I'm traveling and I don't want to keep buying plastic or whatever you're excuse may be. It's just you need to stay hydrated. Hydration affects everything. I notice if I forget to drink a lot of water one day, I'll have a huge headache. I'll feel extra bloated the next day. I'll feel lethargic. I'll feel low energy. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Am I getting sick? All these things. And really it's like, no, Bryn, you just forgot to drink any water yesterday. So definitely staying hydrated. I'm really excited to be in Europe because I've heard I can just drink the street water and it's like the purest form of water, which oh, I'm so happy about that. I wish America was more like that. But if you can remember bringing a 
water bottle, a reusable water bottle is so helpful because you can keep refilling at wherever you're staying instead of having to buy a plastic bottle everywhere you go. When you bring it through security, just have it empty so they don't question you or make you pour it out. And then you can fill it up with water right after you get through security. I also noticed that hydration really helps with my skin. When I'm traveling, I do tend to be a little bit higher stress and sometimes it's good stress, but any type of stress does mess with my skin. So just being extra hydrated really helps with that to keep it clear and keep it feeling, you know, glowy and alive. It also helps with my mood. My digestion is a huge thing. I know for a lot of people and myself included, my digestion gets very messed up when I travel, but making sure that I'm extra hydrated really helps to just keep everything moving and flowing and keep nutrients being passed through my blood and all of that. And then I usually just like to set my water bottle right at my bedside table when I'm traveling so that even if I wake up in the middle of the night, I can chug a little bit right when I wake up in the morning, I can finish and chug and get some water right in my system in the beginning of the day. Um, another thing is sometimes you need a little extra umph of electrolytes. So I like to bring liquid IVs. I pack them in my carry-on. I'll bring either those or if I'm doing like a bunch of hikes and stuff where I'm sweating more, I'll bring Element. It's a great supplement for rehydration once you're sweating so much. Um, also noons. There's so many types of electrolytes you can take, but I love packing those with me. And I find they really save the day when I just find myself super dehydrated randomly while traveling. And if you're going somewhere that is tropical, definitely dive into hydration through fruits too. Fruit hydration is incredible because not only are you getting a lot of water intake from fruits, but so many vitamins and minerals too. I love getting fresh pineapple, papaya, melon, any of those fruits, watermelon, any of those fruits that have high levels of water in them are so great because if you're like me, it's so hard to just chug water throughout the day, if I'm being honest. So if I can find ways to get it in through little snacks and stuff, that helps too. Also, coconut water. If you're a fan of coconut water, it's amazing for hydration and it's so good and refreshing while you're traveling too. Okay, the next tip is to keep prioritizing movement. And this is kind of a controversial topic sometimes. I think I get a lot of backlash anytime I talk about working out on vacation. I always get the comments that are like, oh, you're working out on vacation? Like, take a break for once. Or, oh, why are you being so meh? I don't even know. But there's definitely comments anytime I post a workout video or a story running on vacation or something. And it's like people that don't do that kind of want to shame you sometimes for it, which is just weird energy to me in the first place. But it's like, why does that matter so much to you, you know? But I think it's one of those things that if they don't do it, maybe they wish they did sometimes or they feel threatened that other people are. I'm not sure what it is that gets people to make comments like that, but you really got to do what works for you. I mean, if it genuinely makes you feel your best to forget all types of exercise and movement when you're traveling and not do any of that, then, you know, all power to you. That's your preference and that's great for you. But for the people that don't do that, we don't have to shame them, you know? I think we should all just do what works best for us and mind our own business. But for me personally, movement does make me feel my best at all times, including traveling. And if it makes me feel my best at home, it's going to make me feel my best when I'm on my vacation too. So I love to get up just a little earlier in the morning than everyone else and get some movement in right in the day. It puts me in the best mood. It makes me feel energized and ready to adventure and take on the day in a new place. And 
yeah, I just love it. I also love inviting the people I'm with to do it with me. You make it like a fun little moment together. And if you're somewhere that it's safe to go on runs or walks, grab a buddy and go do that because that's how I find so many of the places I want to go to throughout the day just by going on a run or walk or even a bike ride. And you see restaurants and you see little parts of town that maybe you wouldn't see if you didn't get out and do that. So it's a fun way to explore too. But I think where this balance aspect comes in is like one, I have to be totally okay with if I don't have time one day to work out, then that's not an issue, which is definitely the case. And two, I have to realize that my workouts are going to look different than they do at home and also be okay with that. So at home, I have the beautiful luxury, which I'm so grateful for, of having a home gym that I can literally just walk downstairs and go squat with the barbell, do the lap pull down machine, sit in my sauna, do the spin bike. Like I have everything there that I need. And I know that's not the case when I'm traveling. So finding new ways to work out that still make my body feel good. That's why I created a travel program on my app where you can literally just use body weight or dumbbells to do quick, like 30 minute workouts when you're traveling. And those are ones that I actually use a lot while I'm traveling. So knowing that you're going to switch up your routine and it might look a little bit different and just being totally okay with that, but still finding creative ways to move your body and feel good. I think this is where working out for your mental clarity and your mindset and your mental health really comes into play because to be honest, when I'm working out on vacation, it's not to make gains. Like I'm not lifting heavy barbell or doing anything that I know is making gains for my physique or for my muscles or anything like that. I'm really just doing quick workouts to make my mind feel good and get those endorphins rushing my body and help me manage stress and help me manage cortisol levels and just feel good at the beginning of the day. Of course, I get a good sweat in and that makes my body feel good physically too, but it's more so for mindset, I feel like, on vacation. One way that I love to prioritize movement on vacation is finding ways that I normally wouldn't do it at home that I can do in like fun activities. So snorkeling, free diving, surfing, going on a really hard hike, biking through a new city on like city bikes. Anything I can find to do with the group that I'm with that is fun and an experience in the new place that I'm at and just feels like a fun adventure, but also gets me moving, that's a win-win right there. And I think when you're traveling, the days, I know for me and the groups that I go with, the days that we are active and out side and doing fun stuff like that, those are the days we look back on and love those memories the most out of all trips because we're out feeling good together and it doesn't even feel like a workout, but it just gets your body moving and so you feel good too. It's really hard for me to sit still on vacation. Obviously, I'll have like an hour or so when I can lay and tan at the beach or something, but I personally don't like the vacations where it's like an all-inclusive resort and all we do is lay and drink and eat all day. I like to be out exploring and adventuring and seeing the culture and doing things. So if your personality is like that too, I definitely recommend like doing some research and finding ways that you can go out and do adventures that get you moving and invite the group to do that with you. It makes the trip so much more fun. And like I said, it's a win-win if you're trying to stay active. Depending where you are, if you're in a city too, I love to use ClassPass and try new workout classes. ClassPass, I do work with them. I have a affiliate link. It's not sponsored or anything, but I do have a link if you guys want to use it. I'll put it in the show notes. I think you get like 
two weeks free of a trial, which is awesome because you can try so many classes with that. But basically, it's an app where you can go on, type in the city that you're at, and it shows you all of the different workout classes, wellness type of stuff. They have massages, facials, all types of things on there. And you can just click it and book through their points. And basically, your money is translated into points on there. So if you pay a certain amount, you get 30 points. And like, say, a workout class is seven points. You can take a couple of those while you're there. I love doing that. I've also met so many friends through that and got connected with so many companies through that as well. To me, the feeling of just getting up early and going and doing a class or some type of movement before the group wakes up, getting your coffee, coming back home and showering, and then everybody's waking up. I just feel so good doing that. And then no matter what they say they want to do throughout the day, I'm like, I got my movement in. I feel good. I already did my morning routine. I'm on cloud nine. I'm ready to do whatever you guys want. Okay. The next tip for feeling your best while traveling is to make conscious choices with food and drinks. I touched on this a little bit at the beginning, but just like with working out, that's something that is a staple in my routine back at home that I know makes me feel good mentally and physically. And the same goes with food. I know the foods that make me feel good. I know the foods that don't make me feel good. I know the foods that tend to upset my stomach and give me brain fog or bloating or things that I don't really want, especially when I'm on a vacation that I want to get the fullness out of. So I don't know really where this mindset came in of when you're on vacation, throw all those things away and just eat whatever you want, do whatever you want. I don't know where that came into play. I mean, I do understand that you're on vacation, like let loose a little bit. I'm not saying that. And I do agree with that. But I think at the same time, you can have a balance of like, let loose, enjoy the things you love, but also remember the things that genuinely make you feel good and the things that don't make you feel good. Because I know for me, the worst thing, if I were to go on vacation and eat a bunch of real dairy ice cream instead of alternative, this is TMI, but I would be pooping my pants. Like I would not feel good. And who wants that on a vacation that they want to feel the best on, you know? So I think finding a balance is key. I think it's fun to treat yourself. And especially when you go to places that are known for certain food items. Like I'm going to Europe and I'm so excited to try all these pizzas and pastas and things that I don't normally eat a lot of at home because here in America, the gluten is just so different and the gluten really affects me here. But I know in Europe, Europe is known for having a high quality gluten that doesn't affect you as much if you are sensitive to it. So I'm really excited to like try things like that. And I think finding balance with that is key. And I guess where the balance comes in is sticking to a majority of what is normal to you and what you know makes you feel good, but then adding in little treats here and there. That's what works for me. So I'm not going to go all out every single meal, but maybe at the end of the night, I really want gelato. I'm going to have the gelato, but I know that I got greens in throughout the day. I know that I'm fueled on healthy carbohydrates, healthy fats, healthy proteins, everything that made me feel good. And now I'm going to treat myself with gelato. That's the type of balance that I like to practice is like hit your staples, hit your normalcy, but then allow those treats to come in whenever they do and enjoy the culture and the experience with it. That's another thing I think is when you can go to a country and say like, okay, what is different about this culture with their food? And what do I want to try? And what do I want to learn and experience with this new culture? And dive into that. In Thailand, when I traveled there, I was trying so many different spices and ways of cooking and watching the people on the street, like the street markets actually make this food. And it was a whole experience. And when we'd sit down for dinner, 
dinner with a bunch of friends, we would all try each other's and just talk about like, oh, this is so different here. Like, oh, they cooked with this. And diving into the culture of food in different countries is just so fun. A lot of countries, like India was one I know for sure, their way of cooking is a healing and it's a preventative method. Like they use spices and herbs for all these different preventative measures and they have different herbs and spices, natural things for if you say you have a headache, okay, have something with this spice in it. If you say you have a stomach ache, okay, have this herb. So it's really cool to dive into culture that way because I feel like that's very different from the way a lot of us in America were raised. And another tip I have for eating out in different countries and just really any activities in general in different countries is when you get there, ask the locals, find a local somewhere and say, what are the restaurants I need to go to while I'm here? That is the best way to find local spots that are actually really good, like little hole in the walls or places that aren't overly touristy and overpriced and everything. And the food that the locals there are genuinely eating. I remember in Tulum, Mexico, we went for a honeymoon and we were walking down the main strip of all the restaurants and there was just so many options everywhere. So what we did was we went to a little taco stand on the side of the road and I translated on my phone how to ask for their favorite restaurant and they told us and we like mapped it down. It was like a mile point like 1.2 miles away. And we walked there and it ended up being this little hole in the wall, not a single tourist we saw in there. It was all locals. Nobody spoke any English. And basically what you would do, you would get this menu of different types of meats of tacos, right? And you would choose like which meat you wanted for each little tiny street taco. And so this taco would come just with the tortilla and the meat. And then you would walk up to this little bar and you would add whatever toppings you wanted on top of that. And it was the best restaurant ever, but we would have never guess. Like, I don't even think that restaurant is on Google reviews or anything like that. So definitely doing that is so fun and it helps you to find like the little hidden gyms in each place you go to. Another tip on kind of food, I guess, I bring all my supplements. So I want a little normalcy of my routine. So I bring my probiotic, my AG1, which is my multivitamin. I bring Kaizos, which does really help with digestion and sleep and muscle recovery and immunity. So many things because it has stuff like collagen, magnesium, chamomile, ashwagandha, all the supplements that I take on a regular basis. So I bring all those with me and it does add a little bit of room to the suitcase. But in my opinion, it's totally worth it because I think those make a big impact. And if I were to just go cold turkey and stop taking all the supplements, I think my body would react differently to that because it's so used to getting all those nutrients and types of supplements in on a daily basis that if I just stop, it's going to be like, whoa, what the heck? Okay. My fifth tip and final tip is to practice true presence right where your feet are. This one is important because when you're on a vacation, you want to really be present. You want to be all in. You want to be there. You want to be experiencing the moments as they come real time. And I think on vacation, it's so easy to be like, I got to take pictures of this. I got to do videos of this, which for me, it's my job. Like I really do have to. And for a lot of us, it's either our job or it's our hobby, or we just want to share those things. So having a healthy balance with really being in the moment, but then also making sure you get the content that you want or that you need as well. And that's hard to find that balance. But I think for me, what really helps is like I said, waking up early in the morning and having alone time. And before I go on a trip, I like to have 
like I said, some intentions of what I want out of that trip. So for an example, let me give you some tangible ones. Maybe let's say when I'm going to Spain, to Majorca, my intentions is just to really enjoy pure fun. I want childlike fun. We're going on boat days. We're staying in an Airbnb that's right on the water. I want to have days where it just feels like I'm 12 years old again with all of my friends and we're just splashing in the water and hanging out, listening to music. Like I want to be just so in the moment and having fun. So that's my intention going into Majorca. And I know that in my alone time, I want to revisit that intention so I can really be centered and think about it throughout the day and think, okay, in order to have this fun that I want to have, what are some things I need to do today? I think that is really important and just grounds you to your reason and being there and what you want to get out of it. I think another thing, if you're a journaling girl, or even if you're not, maybe try it out. I think journaling is such an awesome tactic. There's so many ways to do it. You can just do a straight gratitude journal where you list out things you're grateful for each morning. You can do a journal like you're storytelling. You can basically write like you would be writing a book telling your experience of the trip. You can write things you're learning, things you're thinking. There's so many ways, but if you can get into journaling, even if it's for like five minutes at the morning, I think that really grounds you as well and centers you for the rest of the day. Another grounding and being in the moment tactic I have while traveling, but also just any day, wherever you are, is to take moments throughout the day and just think about all of your five senses around you. Like think about, okay, what do I see right now? What am I grateful for about this vision? What do I smell right now? Do I like it? Like you can just think about every sense. What do I feel? How does the air temperature feel? What does it smell like outside? What do I see? What do I hear? What do I taste? And just think through all your senses and that really grounds you to the present moment. If you ever feel like you're stressed or anxious or something, that's a technique that I love and I feel so at peace and rejuvenated after practicing that, just going through each sense and sitting there for a moment and just, I don't know, after you do that, you feel like you're really just living in the moment. Another one, it's so cliche, but it's so important, is to practice gratitude all throughout the day. When you're traveling, I think the thing that can put you in the best mood ever any day is to be living in constant gratitude. And for me, I do believe in God. So for me, that really connects me to God and builds my relationship with God. And so instead of just thinking I'm grateful for this, I like to acknowledge what I'm grateful for and then thank God for it throughout the day. And it's just like this constant prayer that happens between me and God. And it's like, for example, say I'm in Mallorca and I'm laying on the boat and I just have a moment of like, wow, I am so grateful for the way that the sun feels on my skin right now. Like, thank you God for the sunshine. Or maybe I'm in Nice and I recognize beauty and history and old landscape and something. And I, I just sit and think like, wow, my eyes are seeing the most beautiful, stunning architecture I've ever seen. Like, thank you, God, for making us humans so awesome to be able to make this. So little moments like that. And if you don't believe in God, or if that doesn't really resonate with you, you can, of course, just be grateful in the moment, no matter what. You can just say like, wow, I'm so grateful for the sun. This feels so good. Wow, I'm so grateful for the architecture. This is so cool. And I'm so inspired by it. Just finding little moments to practice that gratitude is so important and grounds you more than anything and just puts you in this really positive, high energy mindset to be in love with life and to romanticize it all throughout the day. Another little tip on this one, if you're going with a group of people or if you're going with family or something, I think a lot of times after a long day of adventuring or being at the beach or whatever it is you're doing on vacation, it's so easy to go home and just like veg out and put on a show or be on your phone. But 
I think the moments from vacation that have been so awesome for me are the little bonding moments with people when we're in that like tired and delirious state. Like you think that the moments are going to be when you went on an awesome hike or something that you remember. But a lot of the times that the nights where we're just all so tired and we do a fun game together or we have really awesome conversations together or something like that. So be intentional about that time too. Um, I love to play catchphrase. It's an app you can get on your phone. And if you have a group of people, you all sit in a circle and play catchphrase. And it is just the funniest time. It is so much fun to do with your friends or family. Also, obviously card games, if you like those. We're not really strangers. Those little cards where they ask you questions and everybody answers, those are always fun. Just any little bonding time you can do together once you get back from adventuring or a full day of just being out. I think those are so much fun and really just make the trip feel so wholesome at the same time too. Uh, I could talk on and on and on about tips I have for traveling and I can definitely do a part two of this if you guys want it of practical tips because I feel like these were more health and wellness centered ones but if you guys want tips on like packing or I don't know specific places I've been and things to do there definitely let me know because I'd love to do more of these. I'm very passionate about traveling and seeing the world and going new places so I would love to talk more on it if that's something that interests you guys but I hope these fitness and wellness and just lifestyle tips helped a little bit and helped remind you they definitely refreshed my memory and got me super excited to leave. I'm leaving in like an hour and a half now so I'm gonna edit this and get this up and then I will be on my way but like I said by the time you listen to this I will already be over there so definitely stay tuned on TikTok and Instagram for daily content. I'll be posting stories and TikToks and little pictures and videos and everything from the trip and then on YouTube I post once a week of the vlogs so there will be a Mallorca vlog and there will be a niece vlog and I might even have a special launch vlog going up for Honey Swim. That's the company we're launching while we're there. So stay tuned for that as well. And thank you so much for being here for this short little travel episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope if you are traveling, this just gave you some tangible little tips and got you super pumped for your travel days ahead. If you're not traveling, I think all of these tips can apply to you wherever you are too. Or even if you take little day trips somewhere, whatever it is, I hope you got something out of this. Thank you guys so much for being here. And last little thing, as I mentioned, Kaizos, I want to leave you guys with a code for Kaizos Cocoa and Collagen. Every single episode, the collagen will be out very soon, but that code is just HEALTHY25. The link will be in the show notes. That's something I have on a daily basis, but I also bring it on travel days as well. So definitely grab that if you're interested in it. Okay, so much love for you guys. Talk to you soon.